this. Yeah. Woo! Woo! Gotta hit the blocks to flex on them. Remember when I couldn't get a job? Nowadays he coming through looking like a few checks on them. Risk it all, there's a meal you could bet on them. I'm a ball like the ref, I call it tech on them. Daddy used to play with the boy, but I got my numbers up, so they had a put respect on them. Told them I was coming for revenge quick. I've been plotting this since Ricky was whipping Lexus. No anonymous shit, but till your friends miss talk politics, I hate to hear me mention. Still moving in the city with no cosign. Said fuck it, we gon' get it on our own time. Still put it nothing, I was like Oh baby, oh baby, I missed it guys, gals, all of you, I'm back, high demand, am I in high demand right now, I think so, got a lot of texts asking where I was man, listen, need a break, but before we get into this man, hey, everybody say with me, if you're a new listener, welcome in man, last time, first time, welcome in, but we gonna say it together, if you don't know it, you gotta get to know it. I am who I am, my name is my name, and welcome into episode 45 of Shooting the Shit with Sands, the greatest sports podcast in the world. Sponsored by Anchor FM, by the way. People have been questioning the sponsor. This isn't some crazy sponsor, bro. If you make a fucking podcast on Anchor, you get like 10 views for six episodes. They give you a sponsor, bro. I mean, don't. I'm not gonna sit here and sugarcoat it like I'm some god. I am a great podcaster, but man, I missed y'all. Ooh, I missed the content game, man. And already drinking water. Y'all are gonna get a lot more content from me in these uh, these upcoming weeks and shit a while now because I'm back to the nitty gritty now. I'm back to the nitty gritty. I'm sorry. I'm just in the the shit. This is why, guys. I am no longer restricted into one bedroom. They have opened up. Nia got the hookup, man. She works at the apartment complex. They opened up the third bedroom to our apartment. And here we are. I got my own little studio. A lot more content going to be pumping out. Uh, and talking about missing it, I'm a fucking idiot. So I just got, so my friends listen to the pod. They may be a little late. You know, I'm not, I'm not one of these big podcasts. You know, they subscribed or whatever. They listen to me. Thank God. Um, but I'm not one of the big podcasts that they like, you know what I mean? Like they don't listen to it right when it comes out and that's kind of fucked up, but I don't care. Excuse me. And most of my friends are working on their own content. You know what I mean? So I don't take it offensively when they're like, Hey man, just listen to the pod. Loved it. And they're in the group chat today and they're like, miss you, man. And I'm like, Oh, they're missing me podcasting. <laughs> Dog. I totally forgot on my last episode. I talked about missing my friends. I'm a fucking idiot. I'm like, don't worry, guys. Pounding my chest. I am, I'm like, I am the pod. Goat. I'm the goat at this pod shit. I'm the best. You know, I'm over here getting cocky and shit. And uh, yeah, they're literally talking about like me physically being there. Oh, I am a arrogant son of a bitch. I tell you, I fucking tell you. But today, guys, I got a couple. I got a couple beefs. Uh, well, a, a beef. I got. I got a couple beefs with the All-Stars, I guess. Not really. But, and Instagram. I'm about to thrash y'all, bro. Y'all killing. Yes, the sweater. This is ice water. We got Tommy B, Mike Evans, Gronk, JPP, and Devin White, bro. On the, on the, on the pewter shit, baby. They're on the ship. And they're riding out. That's a dope-ass sweater. It's got it from uh, Barstool.com. 
um, dope ass sweater. Very cheap too. It's like thirty two dollars. Not bad. So I got some beasts I'ma handle. Then I'm gonna get into all stars, shit like that. First beef. Listen here, Instagram. You fucking just ruled by the government censored ass platform dude i'm over here talking about busting nuts in women that you used to love god i gotta adjust this camera guys sorry getting used to the new room i don't want that much of the fan in fuck uh uh all right i'm over here talking about busting nuts and people's uh, ex-girls and they're gonna censor me and say i had hate speech from what for what what did i do I literally don't know what I fucking did. And they're over here. You get banned. You're about to get banned if you do it another couple times. And I literally DM'd Instagram. Hey, got a hate speech warning for what? And they said they don't tell their users. But you fucking scumbags let people promote their asses, their fucking, their OnlyFans. Their, your website is for thirsty fucking men and bitches who want to be OnlyFans girls and little sugar sugar princesses. They want to get sugar daddies, show their vagina, show their fucking beef curtains out there, show their little titties, and then fucking get paid for it. And I can't talk about people fucking their exes to get over them? What type of warped fucking society, reality, universe do we live in? Is it because I curse? That is quite literally... The definition of freedom of speech is cursing. I actually under, understand hate speech, even though it's not, quote-unquote, a real thing because of freedom of speech. I hate that shit. Mostly racist shit, all that. I'm not saying that's not that's that's wrong for you to take off your platform. I didn't say anything. I didn't say shit. So you... <laughs> Second of all, I don't need you. I don't need you, but I'm going to keep using you. I'm going to keep using you. You know why? You're great for promotion. That's why I haven't been on there in three years. All it was was promotion. People, that one year, that one fucking year, oh my goodness, when people were trying to get a free bathing suit. If I saw that goddamn bathing suit for one more post, I was about to block every bitch on my Instagram timeline. Block all of them. Block all of them. You understand me? Fucking absurd. It was ridiculous. You want to win this... Uh, swimsuit that has an anchor patch on it the fuck y'all are mad at me for wearing sports shit Nia's saying I can't she's like I need to get some real clothes excuse me I'm the best dressed guy I'm the best dressed podcaster by far easily it's not even close but but Jesus Christ I can't wear my sports shit and look clean I look clean as fuck in this you know what I'm saying but back to Instagram don't ever censor me you can't you can't have censorship on a platform where it's for creators. How do you how do you limit creators from creating when I'm ranting? How the fuck how can like Joey Diaz, one of my favorite comedians, go on there and talk about cocksuckers, talk call everybody cocksuckers and it's not hate speech. But when I do it, my little fucking 200 followers on Instagram, I get fucking blacklisted the first video I post on there for a snippet. People people hitting me up. Hey, man, where'd that video go? I wanted to see a snippet, and I can't post it. I don't even know what... The thing is, if they told me what I did wrong, I would have just edited it out. Just beep, 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 whatever I said wrong. How many fucks or shits, whatever they don't want in there, I would have edited it. I did it, I did it, I did it, I did it, I did it. 
but they didn't fucking tell me. So your little platform for fucking sugar daddies, uh, beef curtain having women, and uh, uh, OnlyFans dudes. Dudes are posting like their cock hanging out their fucking boxers, but I can't fucking pause. Don't look at it. I don't even look at Instagram like that. I look at that to promote my podcast. And, and you're going to make me? Me? You're going to censor me? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't fucking think so. It's fucking ridiculous. Ugh. God. God. Ugh. Another beef I have is with this fucking empty room. Dude, you see this? Look look over there to my to my uh, left here. Yeah, to my left, your right probably. Dude. It's an empty bed, right? I had to take the fucking mat. That's a box spring. I had to take the mattress off and put it over here. I did. I had to put an empty mat. Look at this. Look at this bullshit. You know why I had to do it? Because the echo in here, guys. The echo in I recorded this podcast already. I recorded this podcast already. The echo, it sounded like my day one podcast. It sounded fucking horrible. And by the way, I think I'm going to do... God damn, now I got to fix the camera, guys. Look at this shit. Look at this. Look at the scrub. Look at the scrub. I'm good. I'm going to do a compilation of the improvement of my podcast. I'm going to drop a lot of content, man. I'm really doing this editing thing. I'm really trying my hardest. So what I'm going to try to do by the summer, it's going to be hard, but I think it's going to be a really good thing. I'm going to try to make a compilation of all my funniest moments on the podcast, my hottest takes, all that shit. And it's going to take me a long time, but I think it'll be worth it. And just try to pump some content out, man. Just try to get some crazy shit going. You know what I mean? All right. So today on the pod, that's the intro. Today on the pod, man, talking about the All-Stars. I'm uh, Chris gave me a question about who the biggest uh, deal at the trade deadline is going to be. I told him I didn't think a big one was happening, but I have one in mind now. Kind of crazy. Uh, I went and looked at the Bobby Marks um, article. I need to go take some more notes on it when I record the next uh, segment of the podcast. And yeah, we're going to talk about that. And then how uh, how all these fucking Ma- the Ma- the dude in the Mavs, uh, the Mavs fan, can you speak, Hunter? Calm down. Y'all understand? I was nervous to do this pod. I haven't done it in a week and I'm nervous. Dude, the, the Mavs fans in my comments after Landon has a response to me are like, what is this, 2K? You can't trade around Porzingis for anything. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know what I mean? And now look at it. He's on the market, and that Mavs fans are screaming, trade him, trade him, dude, trade him. Ugh, fuck off. All right, so starting out. Oh, and another thing I'm talking about. This is an hour-long pod, guys. We're going to be here a while. May take a couple listens. Another thing I'm talking about is don't look now. The heat are streaking again. Oh, no. No way. The Heat, the shitty Heat, who everybody wrote off, who Paul Pierce, the fucking moronic 
uh, uh, a con- what is he? He's not an analyst. He's a former player that happened to get a TV job because he could put in 20 points a game and win one ring. And that team has been more celebrated for one ring than any team fucking ever. Dirk Nowitzki's Mavericks should be celebrated way more than that. You want to talk one of the biggest failures in NBA history? Was that fucking compilation of great talent that only won one championship? Yeah, suck on that. Another rant. Fuck Paul Pierce. Yeah, I said it. Hope hope I get big enough for him to hear this one day and I see him face to face. Fuck ya. Don't look now. The Heat are streaking. Eight of the last 11. Won them. Boom, bam, boom. Jimmy Butler going off. But All-Stars, Hunter. Stay on topic here, bucko. The All-Stars, guys. So we got the starters down right. Braun, Kawhi, Joker, Doncic, Luka, and Steph. KD, Kyrie, Joel, Bradley, Bill, and Giannis for the East. Now, dude, this hat is fucking suffocating my head. Do you see the indention? I am torturing myself. So, my lineups, I'm going to go through my lineups quickly, nothing crazy. So, I had AD, Paul George, Rudy Gobert, Dame Lillard, Devin Booker, Donovan Mitchell, CP3. And I had AD getting getting replaced by Zion, right? Holy shit, this hat. Um, I had AD getting replaced by Zion, okay? So, and then I was so pissed because yesterday I recorded... And I said, y'all need to calm down. Devin Booker's going to replace him. And yeah, he replaced he replaced AD. But Zion made it. I don't disagree. But Devin Booker and the Suns are fucking balling, dude. How can you take that away from them? You know what I mean? And I think they had a letdown performance against the Charlotte Hornets because of that. I truly do. I think that Devin Booker really is a competitive dude. He's a silent assassin. People don't talk about Devin Booker enough. And... I was, a, I was one year early on him about him being considered a top 15 player. And like we always say, that top 12 is pretty cemented, right? But that top 15 to 25 is just a fucking shit show. It's like 17 players actually in there, right? So, you know, um, I was off by one player, but I said the West was really easy. So my guys in the, in the East were Jimmy, Bam, Sabonis, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and Chris Middleton. Now, I understand Jimmy not making it because of his he missed 10 games, and he really missed more. I hate to tell y'all. He only played he played less than 30 minutes in four more games. So because he was hurt, his ankle kept hurting him and hurting him. So he really missed like that's why I kept saying 13 or 14 games. That's why I kept saying that, by the way. I need to explain myself. Um, but yeah, this is my problem, right? Oh, but the actual team that made it was Julius Randle, Jason Tatum, James Harden, Jalen Brown, Zach Levine, Ben Simmons, Nikola Vucevic, and dear God, Kendrick Perkins. Dude, he was choked. I'm like, dude, boo. How the fuck do you mix up letters like he's talking in goddamn German? It's not Nowitzki, it's Nowitzki. You took a V and made it a B. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Anywho, Jesus Christ, Perk. It sounded like you took a Perk, fuck. <laughs> it's time for the Perkulator. It's time for the Perkulator. Okay, back, anyways. Goddamn. Anyways, Jesus. That dude cannot speak. I have no problems with this all-star team. But I don't get, right, 
how can I explain this correctly where it makes sense? Uh, how is there not a uproar about a Sabonis or a Bam not making it, right? But last year, and I understand Bradley Bill played amazing last year. He played, he averaged 30 points a game after All-Star break, and he was playing amazing on the Wizards, but they sucked, right? So now you can tell they've made it individual performance. Julius Randle completely uh, deserved that, and I marked out Julius Randle to put Sabonis and I probably should have taken out Bam or taken out Jimmy and put in Julius to be realistic, but I wanted my man to make it. Um, and I was looking at Jimmy as an MVP, like how valuable he is. As you can see, dude, once I'll get into it, but this dude has been completely irreplaceable on the Miami Heat. If you haven't seen it, man, this dude is going off. But uh, how can there not be an uproar? about Sabonis not making it or Chris Middleton not making it. I don't – and I told y'all about Ben Simmons. I thought he could make it because of what he brings to the table. I told y'all, and I'm going to get into this too. I don't get how somebody can – let me finish my thought. Fuck it. I'm all over the place, guys. I'm a little rusty, okay? Sabonis and Chris Middleton don't make it. There's no uproar about it. And – the only reason the Indiana Pacers are even not a lottery team, and you think I'm fucking playing, the only reason they are not a lottery team is because of Sabonis. This dude's averaging 22 points, 12 rebounds, and 6 assists, buddy. What the fuck are y'all talking about? You know what I'm saying? I don't understand how there's no uproar about that. Is it because they're in Indiana and we don't watch them or whatever? I guess. But no, me, gambling, right? Indiana has kept me alive. I will go one in three in some nights, and Indiana will make up those three units I lost in one bet because I bet Indiana hard because they can beat anybody anytime. Now, do I think they're going to play off success? I don't think so. No, but that doesn't mean we have to separate that, though. We have to separate these narratives. Giannis can't win an MVP because he's not successful in the playoffs, but his regular season, he's going to average 33, 12, and 7. Like, ah, well, he can't win in the playoffs. It has nothing to do with that. Make it a postseason award or a goddamn regular season award, right? But I don't see how there's not an uproar about Chris Middleton. This dude is a better player than he was last year when he made the All-Star team. He's better. 50, 40, 90 club. And he's not one of those guys that is a... Uh, I'm not trying to shit on him. I think he's a great player. He's not a Seth Curry. He's not a Seth Curry where he's like a... I wouldn't call Seth a specialist, but he is a specialist, sort of, you know. Um, like, Chris Middleton is a ISO ball player who they rely on to score when the bench is in. You know what I mean? Like, Ben Simmons runs shit with the bench lineup most of the time, or Shake Milton is a great scorer off the bench, just making it a Seth Curry thing. This dude, Chris Middleton, one, if you didn't know, he guards the best player every night. Like, they had this whole... They had this whole lineup about this dude was kind of trying to shit on Giannis, but I thought it accelerated Chris Middleton more. Talking about how was Giannis Defensive Player of the Year candidate when Chris Middleton did every year has guarded more than 50 percent of the possessions. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Jimmy Butler, like he named all the All Stars, Ben Simmons, all these All Stars that he guarded, right? And I was thinking, wait, and then this dude in the comments put what I was like thinking. I was like, wait. He guarded Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown the entire game. 
whether it was if he was off Jalen Brown, he was guarding Jason Tatum. That's fucking insane. So it's like a guy like that makes it or doesn't make it, and a dude like Ben Simmons makes it. And I, but I don't disagree with Ben making it because the number one seed. I'm, just, you know, what I'm saying once again, I told y'all this all star shit is confusing. I don't even know how to explain it with my words. Um, and then you have guys like Jeremy Grant that didn't make it. I'm cool with that. And this was going to be my thought that I brought up earlier. And this is a not a all-star thing. This is a sports thing. We have to start or stop overrating people because they go over our expectation and stop shitting on people because they don't reach what you want them to. We have been shitting on Ben Simmons, and I have said this a thousand times. We have been shitting on Ben Simmons for so long that we have not accepted what he does well. And then this dude, Jeremy Grant, is on these shitty Pistons, and we're like, holy fucking shit, Jeremy Grant's a top 15 player now. Oh my God. Like, no, bro. <laughs> he has these empty calorie stats. So when he goes to free agency next time, they see what he's about, or he can get another trade. You get what I'm saying? I think Jeremy Grant wanted the ball more and wanted a, a bigger role at, on a shitty team, which is stupid to me. I think that's detrimental to your career. Like, cool, bro. It's different for Julius Randle, who's out here fucking hooping and leading his team. Jeremy Grant ain't leading nothing. He's out here dropping 24 a night for no reason. Literally no reason. You know what I mean? And, uh, but back to that Ben Simmons thing. Like, I was incorrect on his stats. His exact stats are 15.7, and he has 9 and 9, right? And he is the best defensive player on the planet, period, no discussion, and like I said, I think other than Anthony Davis, him and, well, Ben is as versatile as Anthony Davis, Uh, I think more versatile because he can actually like legit press up on guards and stay with them, and so can AD, but if you watch them play, you can tell Ben just moves different with guards, if that makes sense, Bam's right there with versatile defenders, and this is where I'm going to get into the Bam thing, I think think Bam deserved an all-star spot, I'm sorry, and this may be a little biased or whatever. I think he is a better player than Julius Randle. I think he's, I mean, he's a better playmaker than Julius Randle. His stats aren't, they're better than Julius Randle's in my opinion. Julius Randle's hooping, man. Don't get it twisted. Um, and if it's not over Julius Randle, it's over Nikola Vucevic, man. I understand. I understand this dude is fucking hooping. And I told y'all, dude, he is seven foot tall, shooting 40% on six attempts per game from the three-point line. I understand that. Averaging 23 and 12, shooting 47%. Dude, trust me, I'm not disrespecting Vucevic. Me and the... I watch Vucevic more than anybody in the world other than the Magic fans. You know why? My fucking team plays him. Goddamn, it feels like 12 times a year. It's only four. But we play him. All year we play these motherfuckers. All year we play him. Goddamn, and they're annoying. I just... I think Bam deserved it, man. I just don't get it, because... It's going to come down to it. And we're going to see some of these guys that didn't make the the fucking all-star game. I think Bam's going to be an all-pro this year. Now, is it going to be hard? Because I think they're going to put him at a forward. It's going to be hard with, I think Anthony Davis makes a third team if he plays a lot of the season. He may not make a team. You get what I'm saying? He may not make a team because he's going to be out for a while. So it's going to be Jokic and Embiid, and they both deserve first team. I hope they both make it because that would be, that'd be absurd if they don't. That'd be absurd. That'd be crazy if they don't both make first team. And then it's going to be 
AD and Bam and those guys. And I think Vucevic may make a third team. Who knows? But I think Bam probably makes second team, bro. You have to think about that. Bam may make a second team All-Pro and he's not going to make the All-Star team. <laughs> so, it is what it is. I don't disagree with any of these picks, though. I don't. I think Ben deserves it, but I wouldn't mind having Chris Middleton in there. And I think Nikola Vucevic deserves it. Kabusevic, apparently. And... I think Sabonis deserved it over over Vucevic and Ben Simmons. And Zach Levine got his spot. And I've been talking about him for how long on this fucking podcast. So uh, that's the end of that segment. Um, nothing crazy there. Just talking about just random thoughts. Like I said, dude, I come in here and I just kind of I kind of just talk. Um, we're going to get to the Kyle Lowry discussions. We're going to get into some heat shit, um, but we're going to take a little ad break here. I'm going to have two ad breaks. I'm sorry, guys. Trying to get this money up because um, I'm just going to let y'all know if I hit the fifteen uh, $15 mark for another two to three months, it jumps up. Let me tell you, it jumps up, and I'm trying to make it jump up. It doesn't jump up far, but it's more money. So, um, yeah, man, go into an ad break. Hope y'all enjoy the rest of the pod, guys. Trade deadline talk. Let's go. Second uh, half of the pod here. So first, we're going to talk some heat, man. I'm a heat fan. I got to talk some heat. You know what I mean? Um, and as you can see, I have my banners here. I got my banners. I don't know. I got championship banners. I don't know. I don't know if y'all's favorite team does. I don't know. Only been around since, what, the 90s? The 80s? The 90s, maybe? I think it was the 90s we started. Late 80s at the earliest. And we got three chips already. Three chips in 30 years. Whatever it is. Look at us. And y'all y'all are sleeping on us. We're the, we're the fluke team now, apparently. And, and our guy, Jimmy Butler, sits out 10 straight games. Oh, let me read the resume out here. We got Jimmy Butler, who's going to go down as a Hall of Famer, probably. I don't know if he's a Hall of Famer, but... Uh, <laughs> Don't know if he's all our favorite. He's a damn good player, though. 06 champions, Dwayne Wade, 2012 champions, 2013 champions, and Bam Adebayo. Say something else. Now, I'm just letting you know Jimmy Butler's not a Hall of Famer, but fuck, he could be if he wins a title. You never know. But speaking on him, speaking on that certain, certain man, y'all slept on this squad. He misses 10 games. We go 2-8 and eight in that stretch. Right, and since he's been back, we're fucking nine and five. We're eight and three in our last eleven. We lost to the Jazz, and we lost to a shorthanded Clippers team, which we should have beat. Right, but just to show the impact of Jimmy Butler, right? So, what have Heat fans been bitching about all year? Rebounds. So, they have a stat rebounding percentage. Our rebounding percentage has gone from sixty-eight to seventy-eight. And you're like, okay, what? give us some context. To give you context, that is the gap from being the worst in the league to the best in the league. That's how big that gap is. So we've gone up 10% on our rebounds. And when you put that in consideration, that's insane that we were even give, we had that we were even at that point of being at 67%, wherever it was, 68% when we here got it written down. That's insane to me. We're giving up offensive rebounds left and right. We're bitching the whole year. And we haven't ran it. We've ran two small guys. Like, Kelly Olynyk's the biggest guy on the court for us. 
That's it. And Jimmy's been in here making a big impact for us on the rebounding. Then last year, uh, we were third in team assist percentage, which is basically the percentage of assists on your uh, made buckets, right? Jimmy has us first right now. You know what I mean? It's it's a thing where he creates offense for everybody with his penetration, just with his playmaking in general. We were third last year, and that made us a team that we are. And now that we're getting Jimmy again, just back and doing his thing, what he did against the Raptors, 14 fourth quarter points. In five minutes, he put up that. Five last five minutes of the game, he put up 14. He seems to be the Raptors slayer. That one game where he hit the runner, he hit that fucking runner from three-point range. It was like a floater. That game, he had an and one, all that shit. He seems to be the Raptor slayer, dude. Then, the the key stat for me is the LeBron stat is what I call it. How much are you getting outscored by? How much are you scoring when you're on the court? When Jimmy's off the court, we're getting outscored by seven fucking points. When he's on the court, we're outscoring our opponent by four points per hundred possessions. Dude. 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 And the thing is, you're like, okay, so you're only plus four. But you have to realize if we're minus seven <laughs> per 100, look what the shit he has to make up for. You get what I'm saying? Duke could outscore you by four every 100 possessions, and he gets outscored by 70, down by three at least. You know what I mean? It's uh, It's quite interesting how Jimmy Butler is just so important and gets no, to me, no recognition, even after what he did last year. Comes back averaging 20 points a game. Nine rebounds, nine assists, career highs in both those categories, and just nothing. Just no recognition. I do believe he's an all-star, but I understand him with the missed time. All right? I do understand it. And it's just a, I don't know, this is a whole different team, man. This is a whole different team. And watching Jimmy play ball is so weird because he dominates in such a different way. Like... His defensive presence cannot be understated. Steals, deflections, the communication he brings, the threat of the switch and all that. He jumps passing lanes. And I'm just saying, when he's out there, we got some swag. He's over here laughing when we're when they the Lakers come back from 14 down to tie the game. Jimmy's just, oh, fuck it. We're going to come back, man. We got this shit chill out you know and a lot of people see that as uncompetitive but we know jimmy come on now we know him and it's just awesome man i'm telling you heat fans every time this guy's come back you know he's been hurt but he's coming back and we're saved again we're finally saved again man once again rejoice the man is truly back we are back and post all-star break get ready for this fucking team man Get ready for this Heat team to make a surge and probably lock up that four seed. Now, do I think we can beat the Bucks out, the Nets, the 76ers? I don't think so unless they have a catastrophic injury, which I am not taking out of consideration for the Nets. I don't wish that on anybody. I don't wish injury. And I could see Joel Embiid getting hurt, not seriously, but I could see him rolling an ankle, being out a couple weeks, shit like that. You know what I mean? And uh, with our injury problems, who am I to talk about fucking somebody staying, us staying healthy and you know, somebody not getting hurt on our team. 
and I wanted to point this out for the Heat fans out here. Against the Raptors, what was the biggest difference in that game to you? Other than Jimmy, of course. Goran Dragic. Holy Jesus, dude. Don't get it twisted. Tyler Hero can ball. He can score. All that. Tyler Hero is going to be an amazing player. An amazing ISO ball player. All that. Goran Dragic runs that offense just, oh, to perfection, guys. Just to perfection. It's beautiful. Everybody gets involved. We're getting open shots. We're not having to force shots with Tyler Hero off the bench. And then guess what Jimmy back and Goron back. Duncan Robinson is playing better. Oh my God. And I'm sorry. We should have never we should have never fed, uh, fed into that um he's getting figured out narrative, guys. This is why. This dude was shooting 40% from the three-point line, shooting almost nine attempts a game. That is absurd. Like that is ridiculous. And we had the audacity, the audacity to say that somebody's figured him out. I think that we didn't have enough, uh, the, all our other threats, all our other pieces combined on the floor to make him that essential piece that we needed and give him those looks. And, you know, Duncan Robinson, to me, it's a matter of him making and missing. I know that sounds stupid, but the shots that he takes, he can get any time. It's like, it's not like he shoots just wide open threes. He's shooting with guys in his fucking ass. You know what I mean? He's shooting with guys right in his face. So it's just funny. Oh, another thing about that, right? The collection of parts. Now, the Heat are totally that. You know, there's a difference. It's like, yes, AD and Jimmy are different, I guess. And then there's teams like the Jazz, who miss Mike Conley, one of the best starting point guards in the league. And they don't miss a beat, right? Because I don't think they're a sum of all their parts. I think they have a lot of replaceable parts in there. When you miss your guy like Jimmy or AD, it's different. But when Joel sits out, right, it's like the AD thing. The 76ers look horrible, like lottery team horrible. When AD's out, the Lakers are trash. They're horrible, man. They're just dog shit. So, a lot of teams are just a sum of all their parts, like quite literally all their parts. Or like the, the Hornets over here, they're a sum of a dude getting more minutes. Like the parts are getting more involved here. And LaMelo is fucking, since he started, since he started um, getting the starter minutes, I don't know how to explain that. Since he started, started what? Since he started starting games, um, he's been balling 21 9 and 9 or something like that, 21 8 and 8. And they're winning. They just beat the Suns. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It's a, it's a weird conversation to have. But guess what, guys? We got our parts back. And, dude, we can bitch about them not making the the, the all-star team, right? That's That gives us rest. They, Jimmy was on the interview with J.J. Reddick bitching about not having enough rest and how it's so much of a responsibility during all-star week. You really don't get to rest. You know what I mean? So now we get rest with our best players. Tyler Hero gets to get healthy. Goddamn, Bam has a little knee issue going on. He's going to get healthy. Jimmy Butler gets that. That, that ankle's fucked. But Goran Dragic gets some more time to rest and get back to normal. It just, guys, deep breaths. Relax. We're on a streak again, baby. The Heat are fucking back. We'll have a winning record by the end of March. Book it. All right, guys, so 
sorry, burping over here. It's the trade deadline, guys. It's the trade deadline time. Now, trade deadline for the NBA is March 25th. Uh, we're going to go over some trades. I'm going to answer Chris's question here in a second. But first, I'm going to give, I have it all written down here so I didn't forget anything, right? I'm going over the players that I believe will be traded um, that are actually impactful to teams, right? So a name that I think is being underrated who has been good his whole career, right? This isn't a superstar. It's Thaddeus Young. And the reason I'm paying attention to him also, or obviously, is I'm a Heat fan. We are looking for a four spot, man. We need a starting four. Three and D guy. I mean, this dude's really good. He's a really good player. So those type guys, there's not a lot of them in the league right now that are going to get traded, though, to be honest with you. I heard... I read, once again, I'm getting all this from Bobby Marks, uh, Cap Genius, all that. I'm not taking his shit word for word, and I'm not going to go in-depth into the cap. Caps in sports are so complicated, and I'm not even going to try to put together trade packages. I'm going to look at like certain players that's like they have to go if he comes, right? I'm not even going to – I don't know how to explain this, y'all. I'm not going to address teams. I'm not going to say, like, yo, this team's getting who, this team's getting – I don't know where these guys are going, man. You never know. Like with the uh, the Atlanta Hawks, they made that deal for Clint Capella. And once again from the article, four-team trade, 12 players to get Clint Capella. You know, the Atlanta Hawks got that. So you never know what could happen. And funny story about the trade deadline. I was actually in the bar with the homies, man. And we were getting kind of lit. I forgot they were all dressed up for something. I forgot what the fuck it was. It was like somebody's engagement party or somebody's wedding or some shit I wasn't invited to. But I wasn't their friend, so I wasn't salty. They were all dressed up, asked me to come to 7th. And dude, guess what happened? Well, that was free agency, actually, wasn't it? Yeah, it was free agency. But, oh, but the trade happened. The trade happened. Like, bombs can happen whenever. It was the Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Russell Westbrook, CP3 shit that happened. It was insane insane Shea Gilgis Alexander who you know if y'all don't know about now on this podcast I fucking love the guy uh all that shit happened so Woj bombs are coming I believe but so these are my top eight available players that are like the only ones worth mentioning that I actually believe will get traded um we're gonna go from the bottom number eight Lonzo Ball very good player improved his jump shot this year I believe he can be a and he's Dude, the thing that nobody talks about, Lonzo Ball, he is one of those guys that fits the fits my point of your expectation of him. Yeah, I mean, I know he was an amazing college player. You can't expect him to come to the league and average 20 off rip. Now he's fixed his jumper, still elite on defense. And you're seeing guys like J.J. Reddick get out of there too because they had two very ball-dominant guys, man. Brandon Ingram, B.I., and Zion are very ball dominant. It's it's very hard to get your shots in. And Lonzo isn't a spot up shooter, but I, I don't know if his role go like is way different on another team. I just believe it's a good time for him to go. Cause god damn it. That backup point guard is hooping. Fuck he has like three names. I forgot his name. I'm sorry, guys. I've been watching the Pelicans a lot. I watch Zion like four or five games. That dude's amazing. I forgot his last name. I'll, I'll get it by the end of the pod. I'll Google it right now. Actually, fuck it, right? But yeah, so we got Lonzo. We got Lonzo Ball. We got Michael Porter Jr. And so I've been talking about trading Michael Porter Jr. forever. 
right? Um, because if you if you really watch them play, that looks it pops up backup point guard. New Orleans depth chart. Let's go look at this. Um, but to finish my thought, if you watch them play, Michael Porter does not fit. Michael Porter feels the the needs nickel nickel alexander walker right that dude's been hooping right and they already have they already have eric bledsoe as well so you take him you got eric bledsoe lonzo zion bi ingram they're kind of just kind of loaded at those positions and it's hard to balance that you know and jj reddick's shooting splits have been terrible this year it's not even worth discussion but Back to MPJ, uh, Michael Porter Jr. I think that kid's special. Like, I mean, maybe I'm crazy, and everybody's like, how do you know what that sample size do? I'm telling you, when that dude was starting, he was 25 a game. Like, that's not a fluke. I don't, I don't think that a dude like that <laughs> doesn't flourish somewhere else. Because um, he's still a damn good scorer as the third. He's not even the third option on that team for being real. He kind of is, but he's not. Uh, Will Barton, I would say, has more of a role than him offensively. I think that Michael Porter just says fuck everybody and does his own thing. You know what I mean? And it seems like Michael Porter wants to get his shots up because he knows he can score and he's a very good ISO player. But it's like he catches the ball and he heaves it. If you haven't seen, like, against the Heat, right, this dude three times on a fast break coming off the bench, Dwayne Murray passes it to him. Wide open layup, pulls up three, hit it, hit it, miss another one. So it just seems like a forced thing that I think that they, he could get traded to a team that needs him for very little. Like he's shown potential, but they haven't used him to his full potential and haven't given him those, those touches. I wouldn't, he's getting the minutes. It's just Jamal Murray and Jokic. I would love to see their usage rates, you know, but I think MPJ's out of there. Uh, Andre Drummond, he's not getting... I, I thought he would get bought out, right? Because it's kind of a force-your-hand situation, but I think the Cavs will take what they can get. Uh, it's hard to buy out $23 million. <laughs> I mean, it's it's hard, but I think Blake Griffin's getting bought out, so why not Andre Drummond, you know? It's, it's kind of hard when you force that player's hand of, I'm getting traded, and you can't do shit about it. I mean, James Harden basically sat out. Like, he was not out there. That dude, like, sent it in. And it was, I, I didn't like that, but I got, uh, yo, trade me. You're not getting nothing from me. I'm dropping 12 points out here, you know? Uh, so that's number six. And I don't know who's better between these two players. And I know it sounds insane, but with his injury history, I don't think he's better than the dude above him. Oladipo at number five. And I think his name has gone now under the radar, right? I think that, He's expressed since he got traded to Houston that he does not want to be there anymore. I uh, just simply said it, and the reason I'm uh, the reason I know about the number two guy on my list, Andre Drummond, Lonzo, and Depot, uh, and the next guy is because they're in Heat trade rumors. Depot has been in the trade rumor mill for the Heat for two and a half years, probably. When he went down with that injury, we were still in the trade, uh, the Depot trade rumors. And we were pretty far deep in there. We wanted him back. He's a heat guy. Like, he can shoot. He can score. He plays defense. He's a heat guy. Now, how many more guards do we fucking need on our team? I don't think we need any more. But guess what? Adding Oladipo won't hurt you. 
If Oladipo is your fourth best scorer on the floor, because I think Drogic is a better scorer than him right now, shoot me if you if you please. Um, and Drogic is injured as well. So if you think Depot's better, I'm not going to sue you, but you're looking at the name on the back of the jersey in my opinion. Um, but I think Depot's out of there. Like I said, I think they're cleaning house. And they're going <laughs> to... This sounds nuts. I think they're going to build around John Wall and Christian Wood. Uh, I've been saying they're cleaning house for a while now, uh, but once you sign do like Christian Wood and he actually exceeds expectation, then you kind of just go, oh shit, okay, we do they got Christian Wood for a bargain on his contract, you know? So you kind of go, okay, we got a good, John Wall looks very good this year, got a young team, if we get a lottery pick, get another young guard, what could happen, you know, so... They're going to move on from Depot, in my opinion. Number four, Kyle Lowry. You're like, wait, what? Kyle Lowry over Oladipo? Stop looking at the name on the back of the jersey, bro. I'm sorry. And Depot's worst year is now, right? He's under 20 points. He ain't that much far under. But his shooting percent, he's a very inefficient player. And I think maybe Depot just needs a bite in the ass for him to get going again. But Kyle Lowry's out of there. There's not this much smoke where there is not fire, man. You know, and uh, it's one of those situations with uh, Nikel. Forgot his name already. <laughs> Jesus. Um, it's kind of like you got a young guy, and Lonzo's a young guy, but you got a young guy that is balling. Terrence Davis can hoop, man. Terrence Davis can fucking ball, you know, and with his contract, uh, Kyle Lowry got his champion contract, greatest player in franchise history. Yeah, Vince Carter. Yes, better than you, man. I'm sorry. Not better as a player, but greater. Won a championship. And was that game six was on him. <laughs> Dropped like 72 in the first quarter. Fuck. Uh, Kyle Lowry's out of there, man. I think he's going to end up with the 76ers. I could see him coming to the Heat once again. Don't know why we need guards, but having a defensive guard on this Heat team who is elite with Jimmy back defensively now, guys, 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 guys. We are talking. We're talking. We're right there. And where I I will believe again that we will make to the make it to the finals. Now I think we could be a first round and out team this year. You know I think the the East is tough. Actually I will never believe that. I'm thinking one and four in the second round with the 76ers. <laughs> I think we'll beat the fucking Celtics again or whoever. Um, and the Celtics being the five or six seed would be a scary sight. I'm sorry, like. I think the Bucks are not a good matchup with him. Like, I think the Bucks would have a hard time with the. They always have a hard time with those Celtics. So, um, but I'm thinking second round and out for us. The the 76ers and the Nets. I said last pod are just fucking head and heels above everybody. They're just way better than everybody. They're probably the two best teams in the league. You know, uh, the Jazz are great. The Jazz are up there with them too. I guess. Fuck, I hate saying that shit. Uh, number three, Chris Stapps Porzingis. I think he's gone. I, I truly do. And I'm just saying that to stick by my fucking prediction that all these Mavs fans under Landon's video, like they were supporting his ass, but then they come on my video and tell me my explanation's stupid because I said Luca. they took my Luca shoots too much, which I did not say. I did not say that. I said it's overwhelming how much he shoots. He was shooting more. If you didn't hear the stat, he shot more uh, attempts a game he was at that point, which is two weeks ago, was shooting more attempts a game than 
Jordan's career high per game, Harden's career high per game, or Kobe's career high per game, the three people we call ball hogs on a daily basis, he was shooting more than their career high per game any season of their career. So I didn't say he shot too much. I said they don't match. They don't go together. Just like MPJ does not go with the, the Nuggets. MPJ is a talented dude, man. That dude gets no fucking touches and hoops. He hoops. I don't even know his numbers. He probably averages 16 a game. And it's like the most quiet 16. And having 16 points when your best player, Jokic, is shooting 37 shots and shit, and Jamal Murray shooting 4 for 18, that's impressive, man. That's fucking impressive. So Chris Stapps is number three. I think he does not miss. He does not mesh with fucking Luca. Their play styles are not good. And you know, I think like it sounds nuts when I say it out loud. Listen to me though. I'm not saying he's Maxi Kleba. He is used like Maxi Kleba. And we got in this long debate. They're thinking I'm saying Chris Stapps Porzingis is some goddamn superstar or some shit. I think he could be in the future. Excuse me. I don't trust his health. I don't. I don't trust his health whatsoever. But I, I, all I'm saying is, I was trying to tell them, do you think Chris Porzingis is fucking 16 points a game as a talent? Do you think that? Because if you think that, I think you kind of have a skewed idea of him. I'm not saying he's 30, but I don't think he's fucking 16. He's somewhere in between there. He's 22 to 25 like that to me. Like that. And I was like, he doesn't get the ball in his spots. Like, where's his spots at? I don't know his goddamn shot chart, motherfucker. I don't know. All I'm saying is he is not being used correctly, wisely, whatever the fuck you want to say. He's not being used the right way because, one, my key thing, not to get too X and OZ, even though I'm going to start doing that probably more, when Luka gets a switch, he takes advantage of the switch and not he doesn't give it to Porzingis. And like I've said before on that fucking video, go watch it, Maz fans, let's have a talk. <sighs> God, y'all got me going today. I was saying he gets the same shot on a seven footer that he does on a six foot three guy. And I understand how that's frustrating. He is not some like bang you down Joel Embiid bullshit, fucking throw up a hook shot and be cool with it. He's not like that. That's just not what he does. You know what I mean? And I think you have to realize what people are. And I know what he is to me. I know he is a seven foot three guy that automatically should average 17 points a game. And that should be bumped up. Like I said, Games without Luka, he's averaging 25 points a game, 47% shooting. With him, it's 17 points a game, like 42% shooting. So I'm done with that. I'm done with that Chris Stapp shit. I'll come back to it. I'm going to be calling Cowherd, drilling that in y'all's head about like his Baker Mayfield, but the other way. How positive I am about Chris Stapp. So I don't think he's a goddamn top 10 player. Fuck. Number two on the list, who I think are getting traded, John Collins. Now, who needs him? I think it would be interesting. Um, I think it would be quite interesting that he's a one-year guy, right? He's already – it's hard to say that you would trade for him because he wants a a max deal at the end of the year. He said that multiple times. And I've touched on this before all the national guys that I promise you, I promise you, they drafted the kid out of USC. This is when, This is the same podcast – where I thought that, that I was talking about Andre Drummond being on the fucking Pistons. I did, I did a whole podcast on how John Collins is getting traded a week or two before Zach Lowe. 
Zach Lowe, the man, Zach Lowe, uh, talked about it. Because that dude from USC, I looked up all these stats. I'm like, why did they draft a power forward with John Collins? And then I saw two weeks before that, he said, yeah, I want a max. So I'm just saying. And then they got Gallinari who can stretch the floor. All these guys, it did not, it didn't, met. I was like, wait, this doesn't make any sense. They got DeAndre Hunter too, can play the four a little bit now in this new NBA. I think he's gone. And I don't know if people trade. And it's not like the NFL where you get like a sign and trade, you know. Uh, that's common with superstars. That's not common with a, I'm not going to call him a pedestrian player. He's number two on my list. You know, he's a young upcoming player that I think is quite talented. And I think, I don't know, I think that they built a team around him where he could have shined more, but they built a team where he wasn't going to get any shine, you know, but he's still balling. That dude's 20 and fucking 11 when he plays. I'm just telling you that. So I think John Collins, once again, the Heat are going to be the market for him. I know, you're like, oh, Hunter, he, 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 we get it, bro. He, he, he. The Heat are going to be in the market for him. I, I don't see teams that need fours right now. There's not a lot of teams that need power forwards that are relevant. I'm not going to talk about, yes, the Kings. The Kings need a whole new fucking roster, goddammit. The Pistons need a whole new roster. They're going to buy out fucking Blake Griffin. And they have Jeremy Grant. Who the fuck? Like, you want me to talk about them? Is that what you, They got Thawn Maker. You want me to talk about them trading Thawne Maker? Is that what you want on this goddamn podcast? I don't think so, bro. Goddamn. Like, who who do you want me to talk about? Oh, Bull Bull, man. You never know. Could could switch it. Like, no. I'm not talking about that bullshit. Uh, but the thing I love about the NBA, uh, before I get to my number one player, is I love... Uh, I love how it's player-to-player trades. And in the NFL, it's like you get a bunch of draft picks and money and then for a player. You know, I love the fact that you get player. You see instant results with your trade. I love that about the NBA. I fucking love that. My number one player who I think is gone, Chris, to answer your question, the dude that actually gets traded, um, to me, 100% Kyle Lowry's gone. My, I'll make a fucking percentage chart or whatever, but the biggest dude that will get traded – Who's better than John Collins? I'm about to say it. Zach Levine is gone. <gasps> what? Yeah, I think he's gone, man. I think he made the all-star team. I think he has, now he has his peak value. Why? How does he have peak value now, Hunter? He's doing the same shit. You think it's a coincidence? One. Zach Levine's been balling all year, but <laughs> trade rumors start circulating around mid-February, right? Start circulating. This dude's asked for a trade multiple times. Then he comes out and just goes like eight games. He had one game where he didn't score 30 points, I believe. One game, the last eight, where he didn't score 30. Now, are they winning... No, that's why he wants to fucking leave. I don't know where he goes. I don't know who has the, the... The reason why I see how people don't think he can get traded is that who the fuck has the value for that, you know? I understand that part. I understand that part. Um, Because <laughs> I don't know, you know? It could be, could be a huge trade coming, you know? Like a, a Russell Westbrook and uh, Huchamara for Zach Levine or, you know, to make this, I, like I said, I'm not going to sit here and try to make the fucking salaries work, all right? 
but those two go and fucking whoever Lori Markin in or whatever the fuck come back with Zach Levine to Washington or something like that. Even though I don't think that's happening, I'm just giving out random things. Like I think to get Zach Levine, you're gonna have to give a very old good player, like a good big name that's old with a hot contract, a big contract. Or you're going to have to have a lot of role players in a good draft pick. Like um, the Warriors or something like that. Andrew Wiggins. Uh, some Their draft pick. Uh, though They ain't going to trade Wiseman. I don't know. They don't even have a good draft pick. But shit, what the fuck am I talking about? Do you get what I'm saying? God damn it. I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about. It, this is why I don't try to do that trade. Like I said, the trade machine kills me. But I'm just saying. Y'all get what I'm saying though. A team with a good draft pick. Uh, some nice role players toss them at the Bulls so they can they're already rebuilding with a star player so you might as well say fuck it and just sell out do you get what I'm saying that's how I feel about it you know Duke could be in Minnesota fuck it Duke could just go to Minnesota fucking play with Carl Anthony Towns fuck do I know they're gonna get another lottery pick with Anthony Edwards out there. He's hooping. I don't. I don't know what the fuck they're gonna do, man. Uh, but yeah, if I was to give a percentage of people that were getting traded, though, um, I would say Lowry's a hundred. Um, Drummond is ninety. I'll go. There's never a hundred. Ninety-eight percent for Lowry. Ninety-five for Drummond. Lonzo is a sixty-five percent. MPJ is like a forty-five percent. The Nuggets don't make moves, man. Um, unless it's those, the biggins, you know what I mean? And they really are a build-within organization, and they kind of go, we're going to develop you into a player and shit like that. Depot, to me, is pretty high. I think it's a 70% chance. Chris Stapps is like a, I would say below 50, probably 40, even though I think he's getting traded. Uh, and John Collins is like a 55%. And Zach Levine, goddamn, I, I would say 40. Just, yeah, I'll go lower than that, 30, 30% on that. Because the package has to be outstanding. Like I said, Drew Holiday has ruined the trade market, and it's never going to go back to normal again, man. It's unfortunate because it's just shitty. Like, if, if, like I would love to have John Collins and fucking Bam Adebayo on the floor at the same time. Jimmy... John Collins, uh, Duncan Robinson, Kendrick, I mean, fuck off. We got a chance at the finals again, you know. Um, a lot of big athletic guys out there guarding people, but it's like, how the fuck are you going to get that guy? Mostly, in, uh, the thing is that the, the Hawks have to realize is he's going, I think he's getting traded because uh, his expiring contract, he wants that max deal. So I think that's why he's gone. Um but at the same time, Hawks can just play it out and be like, well, fuck it. But that wouldn't be smart. You know, who the fuck wants to come and play for the Hawks at the star? You know, maybe they can get a nice piece out of John Collins. So, but that's about it on my, uh, my little, um, trade deadline talk, I guess. I went for fucking 23 minutes. God damn. I've just been rambling, saying bullshit, Googling people's names and saying the Warriors have a top pick again. I don't actually. But y'all got what I was saying, right? Like, if a team has a good pick... I'm not, do I have to explain myself a hundred times? Fuck. But yeah, one dude that I'm looking at is a Heat fan in particular, Stadia Shung, and I think he's going to be a real piece. 
and I think it could help a lot of teams. So, uh, yeah, man, guess what? There's an hour for you. Hour of content, hour of shit to, to whatever, you know. Um, take in. So, that's the end of the podcast. I still don't know the goddamn song of the day. I'll figure it out. But guess what? Coming to Spotify. By the time this is uploaded, it'll be on there tomorrow. Uh, all my song of the days will have a playlist. And I'm going to keep adding them to that playlist. And it will be public. All that. So, y'all enjoy that shit. Um, going to be a lot of Drake because of that Drake Appreciation Month. Dear God. But, um, yeah, man. Thank y'all so much for supporting. I love you guys so much. And, uh, yeah, Chris, answer your question. I think Zach Levine gets traded, and my ears just started ringing, so that means it's time to go. Y'all know what that is. Your boy, the pod goat, is out. Deuce. Woo! I got it straight out of mud. It's no secret. Yeah. These niggas hate for no reason. Watch me finesse all this shit. I was the one that they never believed in. That they never believed in Watch me finesse all this shit I was the one that they never believed in Woo! These niggas safe for no reason Watch me finesse all this shit I was the one that they never believed in Type of drug that going really raise a crime rate Now I'm calling shit, you better listen to what I say Wasn't showing love, so I had to do it my 